Welcome to Whiskey Fent, where we believe every bottle of whiskey has a story to tell. Three guys, one bottle, endless bonding. Here are your hosts, Brian, Evan, and JJ. That's right, because you don't what are we doing? That enough. Oh yeah, we're drinking whiskey. Welcome back, everybody. We have our first special guest today. Yeah. Say hi. Hello. All right. Who are you? My name is Angela Tate. Yeah. And you're going to open some whiskey for oh, us? Oh, we want more? Do we want more I don't information know. Do we want more? Uh, no, this no. is There's going really great, <laughs> by the way. Well, then you MC it, big boy. So these are the ones. Evan said he was going to guide me along. Uh, he said that, and I'm like, he wasn't doing a damn thing. So Angela, I was like, what did right, you bring? Jesus. Uh, I brought a special bottle of the Colonel E.H. Taylor Straight Rye. Straight Rye. It is a lovely bottled in bond. Fun fact, all of the E.H. Taylor bourbons are bottled in bond. So... Little. Angela, that's fantastic. Bottled and bond. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Let's go for back a uh, yeah, we talked about it, but I want to hear this one. Yeah. So for a bottle to be considered bottled and bond, it has to meet some requirements. It has to be exactly a hundred proof. Okay. No more, no less. Okay. It has to be aged a minimum of four years. It All right. has to be. Let's see. I did actually write this down. She's got her notepad. I guys. do have a notepad. She's taking my She's job from prepared, me. Yeah. Okay, it must be made uh, by one <laughs> distiller at a single distillery in one season. Didn't we do something like this we, with? We uh, talked about this. It's actually very bit. specific, yeah. and it's a very. I, I would encourage anyone who's interested to look you know up bottled and bond. It has to go back all the way back where years and years. I think this was like Wild Turkey one on one, or no, we talked about it someplace else. We might have just talked about bottled and bond. Period. The like last, if you the look at the bottled and bond act, it's pretty. It's actually yeah, pretty interesting. And that came okay. from. So the interesting part of that is so this this whiskey, old Colonel E. H. Taylor. He's the one that actually pushed. So he's kind of the father of the bottled and bond uh, legislation that went through Congress in 1897. He's the guy that made that shit happen. And so that's why it's so sought after, as most folks will say, and I'm sure Angela will talk about the unicorn status that it's got. So it's, you said Kentucky, right? Yes, it is Kentucky? Kentucky, yes. All right, we said Kentucky. And, and Ryan, who's trying to salvage his job right now because you've taken it from Yeah, I'm going to get fired on my day off. What is this unicorn? Why is it a, it's not a rainbow. It doesn't have a rainbow bottle, so why is it a unicorn? It's a unicorn because it's just, it's a highly sought after bottle that gets limited releases. There's just not very many allocations of it that get sent out. And so the bottle gets sold like the second that it hits the shelves, pretty much. And people will line up. I lined up for an hour and a half outside of Specs to procure that bottle. Before Ken, what it were you doing on this hour and a half? <laughs> Kenneth Tate's here as well, husband. He may not be on the mic, but we may ask him a couple questions every now. Yeah, he was just he, working. He was at work, and I was... Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so unicorns are just highly sought-after bottles that are very hard to find. Okay. Come out in limited quantities. Uh, things like Blanton's, Pappy's. Most of the Buffalo Trace line, no, Weller. I didn't know Blanton's was part of the Buffalo Trace. Yeah, so one of the reasons, well, you haven't even asked yet. No, you go. Well, one of the go reasons I picked the E.H. Taylor is because most of my favorite bourbons are actually from the Buffalo Trace Distillery, and it I didn't even know that it was when I originally was like, oh, I think I'll, I think I'll take that. I just, I really like mm -hmm. Rise, and I wanted to bring something that was special, something that people probably hadn't had before. I haven't had it yet. It's my first time to crack it. So that was why I picked it. And then when I was looking a little more into it, I was excited to see that it was part of that Buffalo Trace Distillery. And they make just, they're just solid, in my opinion. So that was one of the reasons that, so I, that I grabbed their, it. Would this be considered Buffalo Trace's higher end whiskey then? Or is it just the fact that they don't make this very much? 
I would consider this a higher end whiskey. I mean, the price point retail, you're going to spend probably 70 to 80 bucks okay. on that bottle. Size bottle, is that right? What size bottle? It's a, a glass one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I said size, not adjective. 750, like, just like all of them. They're all 750. 750? It's a bottle okay, of first wine. Off, they're not for you, all. it's a 750. Well, it's a bottle of wine for you, buddy. So normal people, like normal whiskeys are 750. The ones that Evan drinks, they come in like usually the little pint ones or and plastic. <laughs> so he's used to pint and plastic. That's why he's asking Look, that question. You're getting real butt hurt right now because I asked a question and you it's answered fine. it with it's glass. Fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a well, 750 milliliter US volume. You're the only sir. one that's brought a plastic is, bottle to the table. That's not true. That's not true. So I didn't, oh, I didn't a bring a plastic yeah, bottle. Somebody else brought a plastic. I didn't yeah, bring it. Sorry, we, we have changed Black velvet was, is glass. That it was, was like, a spin. No, it that was, was a, it was a special reserve black velvet, know, and it was glass. Wild Turkey 101 was going to be a plastic bottle. Oh, that's it was what it was not. That's yeah, what it was. I'm oh, a high class, but it's on deck. So what? <laughs> now that we've chased that a little bit, what is? Uh, we'll just start with JJ. JJ, what do you what? smell? <laughs> I'm what? so disappointed. Well, just, just, just get it so out. So disappointed <laughs> to hear your response. I, I know. <laughs> what do you got, JJ? What do you smell? Um, it smells delicious. Um, okay, that's the adjective I'll use. I concur. <laughs> like. I don't know. I don't really have like. It's just I want to. I want to put it in my mouth. That's what I want to do right now. <laughs> Ryan, do you want to put it in your mouth? What would you like to do here, buddy? Uh, I have to follow that up. Yeah, you do. Uh, okay. So full disclosure is last night. So this is the third day that most of us, including myself, has been drinking. So my head is still a little foggy from three days of drinking. But full disclosure, we had the my wife and I, Alyssa opened the regular E.H. Taylor last night, and I smelled all these flowers last night. It was amazing. I don't smell that now, though. <laughs> I bet drugs are awesome. Well, just so you know, Ryan, the other reason I brought the rye is because I knew you had the small batch, and I was trying right. to be nice and I appreciate and that. Share trying to that expand have. my yes. knowledge. So right out the gate, me, it's oaky, and it's high ethanol. Like, I can yeah. smell the ethanol in it. That's all I got on on the smell. Angela, so. anything was you got? You get, I mean, so I know you said hard. delicious, and you also want to put it in your mouth. To me, honestly, I, I way, smell caramel. Angela I has a special that, glass. Like it doesn't not. The, it's not the caramel. I have brought my own glass because I'm so bougie about this. I guess my own my Glen Cairn. Look it up. <laughs> so we've got caramel and we've got flowers from. No, no, this one just don't leave delicious out. Delicious pepper. Pepper. Okay. We don't really need my. I can't smell anything. No, no, no. Oh, okay. are, we, are we allowed to taste it yet? Oh, I've been, already no, tasted go ahead. it. Oh, this is guys. What? This is cat. Angela Gosh, is real rule follower moment. right now. Real rule follower. <laughs> so now, okay. There's your cinnamon and all your pepper. Yeah, yeah. There is definitely some pepper on that. Angela, I really, really like you. I do. You're a very nice person. I'm about to disagree with what you're. You're about a to battler. Say. Yeah. This is fucking terrible. Yeah. I do not For like it. I like it. Oh, I actually this really is, like it. That's fine. This is I, it's, look, it's you're, this is not the first time I've said this either. Right. Like I don't. Oh, I'm not offended. Okay, it's okay good. that you. Don't I have really to like taste. you. This is terrible. <laughs> but it's he doesn't like rye whiskeys. However, you know what? We were talking off air, and everybody is shocked by what I just said. Apparently, except for the two guys that I record with. Um, <laughs> certainly not. It does not. I will give you because of the no corn mash that we were talking about off air. It doesn't have the syrupiness that those other ryes that we have had before. Very true. So I do like I like that aspect of it. But man, the the cinnamon and the pepper. I haven't put it on ice yet. 
But that cinnamon and pepper is that's gonna change. The the, the ice is gonna change it for you. That slaps you in the mm, face a little bit. So why did you like as we're tasting this and letting it melt? You know why why whiskey? Why did you dive into this? Like we've asked Ryan before, and basically oh, out of boredom he started. But like, why did you jump into the whole whiskey thing? Um, initially, I just we were going to Whiskey Cake a lot. It's a restaurant in Plano. Okay. And they do custom whiskey flights. And yeah. I just kind of thought it'd be fun to try something different. I've always been a big red wine drinker. I've rum. I've always liked rum, wine. And I started with that. And I finally found one I liked, which was actually a bullet rye. So I started with rye. They're not my favorite. I prefer a lot of other bourbons over rye, but I still really like rye. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, to be a little bit cheesy, it grew because I found like a community in bourbon. I started making friends with other people that, you know, it just felt like community. Like Would those people be considered alcoholics? <laughs> maybe a, a handful of them. Okay. It might be a drinking problem. It might be a collection True. problem. You know what? That's I, how I feel as if I have. Initially, it was just like, ooh, I love how it feels so warm going down. It's warm in my belly. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, guys. There you go. God, I'm done. I mean, y'all are just, you guys are just easy. way too there, easy. Man. I wasn't going to say anything. It's fine. Uh, so initially, it was like just it. that. But you know what? I, I uh, one Two things I'll say. One, I appreciate that when I do enjoy a nice glass of bourbon or whiskey, I take my time. Okay. I'm not just like slurping it through a straw, like back in my 20s when I'm just trying to get drunk and whatever. Like I savor it. I enjoy the flavors. I enjoy how it feels. Like I take my time drinking it and enjoy it and I drink less. Okay. Two, I like learning about the craftsmanship that goes behind. I haven't done enough of it, but I'm kind of getting to where I like to learn more about where these bottles come from, the distillers, et cetera. And three, there really is a very sense of community. I've just, it's opened up so much conversation, even between my husband and I sharing with other people. We trade little samples. There's just a really nice, fun community of like, Hey, I got this great bottle. I could be totally stingy. I may not ever, you know, get a chance to grab it again, but why hoard that at home? I'd rather open it up and say, Hey, like, let's all share. It's meant to be enjoyed. It's meant to be drank. Right. So I'm not a flipper, which is someone who buys bottles and then tries to resell them in a higher price. Right. Everything we buy, we open everything we open. If we're with people, we share because we like, we like to share. We like to do that. So, so is this something you found online then? Like, did you find this group online? Is this like a so swinging it club? Started, like, what is yeah, this? exactly. There's a lot careful, of trading. There is, yeah, there's yeah, a lot, be, of, there's a lot of trading and right. swinging and sharing Trains, and swapping all right. yep. of things. Okay. So these are all terms that get used a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. So you found these people online and then now yeah. it's it's like you just communicate, hey, we found it. So a book club? Like what? what I'm kind trying of, to help yeah, like, like So like we talk about bourbon and whiskey like they we we share they do raffles we learn more about it they we trade we help each other out on where to find good stuff where to find shelf ready that are not necessarily you know if you don't want to go on the hunt for a quote-unquote unicorn and just even opened up some of my friendships with some of my friends like at the gym or even outside of our house where it was like oh i didn't know you like bourbon and it's just such a fun way to all of a sudden you just feel this like instant connection to someone if they really like it and like we just really get into like sharing it and talking about it and like getting excited. And it's just kind of almost like a hobby. It's become like a little bit of a hobby at my house. Yeah. Cause honestly, it's not kind of it. When we were, it is. I have a lot of bottles. When we were originally <laughs> talking about this and we started this podcast and then we were like, we're going to get some guests on and we're going to do this, that and the other. Like, Ryan couldn't jump over the table quick enough and be like, Angela, Tate, she's oh, come, come on. on. Don't, knew, Angela, don't fill her head up that much. Angela's got to I get to hear about this for weeks. Man, I can't wait stop. to talk about this at the gym. told you to not to tell her. She but wasn't my favorite. This whole like community thing that you're talking about right now and, and how it's because it you've talked about blossoming conversations and mm-hmm. 
Ryan, to be honest, I mean, before this is funny, before quarantine, I think I'd heard Ryan talk about whiskey like twice. And then since post quarantine between you and then a couple other members that go to the same class, like it's all y'all will ever generally <laughs> talk about. Yeah. And so it has, it's become this whole hobby and this enthralled. We could throw a lot of quarantine at that because he was rather bored. Well, he did make it like 59 out of 60 days of drinking. 58 straight days of drinking. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Great. But so to one of the, the I guess people the, the, I know, that's the scary part of that. Did yeah, you fine. did you bring this to Ryan or did Ryan bring this to you as far as the whiskey? Like, did you love whiskey before y'all started talking to oh, each absolutely. other? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've been into whiskey probably, it started in the last four to five years and it's just really grown. So how, and I know I've already asked, like, how did you fall into whiskey? We ask other people when we talk to them. How did you decide where to start? Because you talked about in your 20s, you just sipped whiskey through a straw to get drunk, as we all did. And we have touched on that in other episodes before. But at some point, and we have all brought up our own whiskeys of like, this is the whiskey that I started drinking where I didn't feel like a piece of shit. Mm. I think that's a direct quote from one of our other ones. When or what did you choose? Why? Like, how did you make that transformation to become? Besides testing a lot at whiskey cake, because there's not a lot of places that just have whiskey cake. Uh, actually, we have. So my stepdad has some friends that are friends of ours who is a really big bourbon drinker. Okay. And I was still at that time kind of just really sticking to my bullet rye and maker's mark, mm-hmm. like just very easy drinking. Like that's all. I didn't really branch out a lot. We go to his house and that's kind of where I learned the sense of sharing and community because he has a way more bottles than than I did very pricey bottles. And he just immediately threw everything on the counter, have what you want, enjoy, taste it. So he was just encouraging us, sample this, sample that. So all of a sudden I was just getting this chance to sample all these bottles I would never get to try otherwise. And then it was like next time, oh, I'll bring a bottle to share. And it just became like this really fun thing of doing that. And then that's when it just kind of matured. And I think too, just honestly, the, the maturing, because I'm getting older and I'm a mom and I have kids and like, Drinking is not the same that it was for. I don't have the same end game. Is this so. how you have cover? This is how you cover up having kids. Like I'm no, asking, no. This is how you I'm deal with it. For well, two, two things. <laughs> this is how you deal with kids. Okay, and right. so you don't kill them. So, so it's per- genetic. Would never do that. Yeah. Okay. Wait, and then it's also you know you can't drink as much as you used to, so you have to slow down a little bit because they're the, taking care of a kid hungover is the absolute worst thing ever. I like to think I'm being healthy too, because look at this lack of carbs and mixers and sugar and man, I'm just like, I'm saving so many calories and okay. it's a health I, drink. I could, I could get down with that. I can roll with that. Ryan, do you, I mean, I know you've already researched it and you've dove into it. It's freaking what delicious. Have you, what do you got to add to this from the nerdy side? Do you have anything to add? I have nothing from the nerdy side. Angela did a great job stealing my thunder all the notes that I had written down, I didn't even get to use any of them, which is fine. It's totally fine. You're our first guest. So I'm just going to expect all guesses will come in as prepared as you. So we'll see how that goes. You know, you set the standard in a bar high. But with that this being said, typical the, of my the, life, like though. the community aspect of it is cool because you're right. Like it was the it was Alyssa during quarantine that made an old China hutch into a whiskey hutch and I actually thought it was a dumb idea at first. And that's grown into this collection of bottles that I have, but it it is where it's like recently we've been on raffles and for whatever reason at a local liquor store, I keep winning (laughs) these raffles. Don't know why. You're seeing the freaking pot. But uh, I keep winning these raffles at this local liquor liquor store and, and I get the bottles and I quickly take a picture and I send it to the same three people all the time and say, ha, look what I got. It's going to be a good whiskey Wednesday. And 
I get some middle fingers and eye rolls, and then there's usually a congratulations from one person not in this room. I do. But, uh, I do, but then I like to remind him that, oh, I have that time too. Yeah. <laughs> so you're good for you that you finally yeah. got that. Like That's very true. That's very true. So I'm, the community aspect of it, I agree so much with because I love that, and we have great conversation on it or whatever. But on, on the flip side, on like the bigger scale is – the way that she was talking, who who brought you in and let you try all the different bottles and that? Who was that? Uh, so a family friend. His a name family was Chris. Friend. Yeah. So I, that's the same thing like I tell Alyssa all the time with ours is when folks come over, I like to do the same thing. Like if you come to my house and you see that the the light is on in the whiskey cabinet, that means that the bar is open. And that's what I want too is the folks who just go in and literally feel like it's theirs and they can get anything in there they want. I don't even want to make recommendations. I want you to go get it out. To me, it's very communal. So like when my brother-in-law's come over, when my father-in-law comes over, like we'll gravitate to the dining room and next thing you know, we're sitting around the table trying different whiskeys. It's just fun. It's technically how this yeah. podcast started, right? Yeah, 100%. It's Evan, the same I thing really we're doing. I want you to like this. It's so good. I'm very, I'm he's, excited he's, that I, I, listen, sometimes there's nothing worse though than you get a bottle you've been waiting for and you crack it open and it was not worth the hype or whatever. So I'm really enjoying this. Is it one. better? I'll be, I'll be so it's this okay actually, that you don't like it, but I want segue, it to. No, the segue is really good. So first of all, my taste is far, far different from theirs and they like to call it uneducated, but I do genuinely have like a taste and a niche. If, yeah. if you will, that he I is do the like. pilot of an 11 year old girl. <laughs> well, that Go would ahead. be like hot and cold, wouldn't it? Katy Perry, hot and mm -hmm. cold. Yeah. Yes. Then you're no, something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it's yes or no. That's it. There's no in between. Okay. <laughs> so once it's on ice, the ice takes away, or at least on mine, it took away the cinnamon and it took mm -hmm. away the spice, or at least it dulled them. Uh, yeah. Because I think the water, and JJ always talks about the science and the molecules and oxygen <laughs> and, and shit like that. Yeah, Just shit, shit like that. Stuff no one really cares about. Yeah, man. But anyway, it has... I got a science question if you want. Go ahead, though. It has gotten... It's... Like, it's drinkable and drinkable. it's tasty. Like, it's tasty, but it's just not something that I'm going to... If you ask me, like, and we'll go through that here in a second, I'm not going to be like, that is what, like, I want to drink that. That's not going to happen. I don't, what did, Ryan, I mean, you've sucked yours down. JJ's over there, like, licking the bottom of the glass at this point. What did y'all, what'd y'all get? I, I thought it was good, but I wouldn't, I and mean, if we're going to slide down that road of, like, as far as a recommendation, number one, I don't have a great taste for rye because I'm not a huge rye drinker personally yeah. either. So even my, comments are kind of one-sided just because I'm not a great rye guy, but it's way better on ice to me. It's somebody that is like starting whiskeys or starting no, drinkies or getting into get this. Started. No way. This is, this is way too much. Even that, even the hundred proof is way too much for somebody to get in, but definitely the rye yeah. is way too much to get in. But somebody that has a complex palate that can pull apart smells and pull apart flavors. I think they'll, I think they would really like this one. So I'm yeah. just not there on it. I think it's a good combo of sweet and savory for me. That's, I mean, like, that's that's the one thing I would say. It's it's a it's a very subtle whiskey. It's a very subtle rye. There's yeah, there's a and lot of. It's not of, too sweet. No, it's not not too sweet at all. There's there's a lot of. I don't know if I want to call it complex, but it's just there is a lot of sub notes and a lot of just little things that that come out as you. you I drank it. The caramel comes out. The ethanol goes. The alcohol goes away after a little bit of water, which that's typically how I drink whiskey is just with a little bit of water on it, and it's yeah. it just opens it up for me. And it's just. I almost don't want to put mine on an ice on ice this morning. No, it's you do it. You you drink you. No, I want to try it, but I do like it neat. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, so I have to ask, and because our listeners don't necessarily know it, because I am fascinated by it. Maybe I'm ignorant. I don't know. So you are 
currently in a fight. You're fighting and you're winning uh, a fight against cancer. How? Yeah, I love it. How does whiskey drinking and that go hand in hand? Do you drink anymore? Can you drink less? Do you are you having to be more cognizant around treatments, or how does that work? D- does it even play a role at all? Yeah, so I'll start by saying that I definitely Googled whether whiskey can cure cancer. Oh, and got some one Google article pretty much said it was good for that. And then, so that was then it's true. Yeah. So true that, that encouraged me that I was on the right path to continue my love of of uh, bourbon. I will say that sadly I drink less. I don't necessarily buy any less bottles. I will still buy them so that Sorry, I have I them when I am ready. No, I <laughs> definitely drink less him. because obviously, you know, I am going through chemo and so I'm trying to do what I can. I think it goes without saying to support my body. Right. If I'm feeling sick, when you feel sick, you don't want to drink anyway. Right. So I don't I don't drink. When I'm feeling well, I either won't drink or if I drink, I will drink one or one or two over the course of like a week. Like okay. so it has put a very big damper on my on my bourbon fun. <laughs> but it hasn't changed my love of it. But it it is easier for me when I do get to say, okay, I'm gonna treat myself to enjoying a couple right. of glasses or something. That's what I I want to treat myself to. So it's, it's almost it's, it's a comforting with bourbon to me is comforting. It's it's relaxing. It's like, you know, people it's you can equate it to people who enjoy a good glass of wine at the end of the night. I, you know, I'm going to reach for, which I used to do, but now it's become, I will reach for a, a nice glass of bourbon. But I have a hot opinion about that as well. Somebody that does enjoy wine, the bourbon thing may be healthier for the body. And the only reason I say that is because I'm going to enjoy one glass of wine a night is foolish. It ends up being a bottle of wine. Whereas if I'm going to have one glass of whiskey, that might turn into like two glasses of whiskey. And then I'm, I'm done. Whoa. Somebody said six. six is a lot. The, Good the, gracious. The problem with that. And I agree with you to an extent because like the Aaron, Aaron has stopped drinking. So no, it's all right. <laughs> so even I'm drinking uh, Aaron. Gosh. No, cancer. So uh, that, that, that's probably why I've started drinking more whiskey is because I can do one or two fingers. And then it goes into three fingers and it might hit four fingers. And, those and have you seen the size of your fingers? I know. <laughs> They're not small. That's Good the problem gracious. with it. So that's the only issue that I, I've had with that is it can turn into like, wow, I'm drunk off two drinks. Right. Right. Because so. two drinks is really like four drinks. Yeah. Because it's a, oh, yeah. My tolerance has gone down. So you're sure. pre- I think it's safe to say, Angela, your appreciation for whiskey is almost going up because you you get to have it less because of you're going through treatment. And so now when you do and you treat yourself, it's almost like you save your that more. Yes, and you're more so. picky with your tastes and your flavors. So if anything, where Kenneth may be getting less educated because he may be drinking more, <laughs> you are drinking less. So you're getting more educated because you're being choosier with it. Definitely. Definitely more educated than Kenneth. Is that's what I heard you just say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I okay, thought so I heard. Cool. I feel I like that's I the, the summarization that. of yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, Kenneth's getting dumber is what, Very good. what I heard. <laughs> all so, right. So qu- not quick rack up, wrap up, but we do all of our podcasts. We always do this. Usually it's just three of us. You have 45 seconds. You may have met a stranger on the side of the road. They could be homeless. They could be a millionaire. It could be Jerry Jones or it could be anybody else. You have 45 seconds to tell them about this whiskey. What do you tell them? Because alcohol. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. She, she on. Wins. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> applicable yes. to both people. Yep. Yeah. I mean, she, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, woo. That's I, I. I would love to have something more clever than that. All right. JJ, you know what? It's delicious. It's delicious. It's warm. 
Okay. If okay. It, it, it is. It's delicious. It's warm. I think it has a great mouthfeel. Okay. <laughs> there like is so much sexual in the end. I can't say anything. I'm like a teenage boy. Y'all, I am like I am like a teenage boy. Doing videos of these two. I'm terrible. Yeah. Okay. Um, the yeah. faces that are going on around this table. No, it's, it's I want delicious. To see the it's faces. warm, but it's sweet without being too sweet because I don't like sweet drinks. It's spicy. Okay. You know. It's JJ forty five. It's a very it's it's subtle, so don't start with this. No. No, don't don't this is not a door opener into the world of whiskey and, and bourbons and rye. But if you want a different profile, it's it's worth the seventy dollars if you can track it down to, to find a unicorn. I talked I talked about mine already. Uh, the only thing I wanted to talk about that nobody even said is the packaging. Oh, isn't it nice? Oh god. I like, didn't realize that like was, I didn't realize the, that was the package. The, the, Aluminum tube that it comes in is, it's worth it's worth the money just for the aluminum tube Don't it comes like in. It's phenomenal. In no, they're usually a, wooden, a yeah. box. No, Maybe most scotches can... come in a tube. All right, man. We can snag a picture of that and so. uh, throw it on. Yeah, because it, it the packaging yeah. to me we'll sells it. Get a anyway, I still got the tube. In. Can I make a plug for my cancer? Make a wish if anybody out my there God. wants yes. to uh, donate any this... of their unicorns to me for uh, <laughs> helping me get through this journey. Then um, I am. I am accepting those. What's Currently that, accepting really free bottles idea. of, I would accept of that as alcohol. Well. What yeah. do you have as go along the lines of a plug? Do you have a plug for your community that you share whiskeys with? If somebody is interested to jump on and want to share like how that works, is there a certain website that they go to? Or is there a certain, are oh, you to talk, is this like, don't talk about fight Facebook deal, or is this? Oh yeah. So I'm actually, I really, really enjoy It's called someone say whiskey. Okay. It's a Facebook group. Okay. They, they do things really, really well. Okay, I cool. can't, Highly recommend them enough. So hmm. somebody wants to someone say whiskey? Someone say whiskey. Yeah, okay. definitely. Right. A great, great avenue. So if somebody wants to jump on that. My 45 seconds is if you're a dry <laughs> Irish person like myself, yeah. don't drink this neat. You can do it on ice. It is very cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yeah, you're right. It is perfect. That's enough. But it is not. It doesn't have the corn syrup taste that maybe some of your Jack Daniels or like your Evan Williams and all that that has... So it, it strays away from that. Yep. Amen. So. Yep. And on that note, we will see you guys next time. Angela, thank you so much for schooling Ryan's ass. Yes, thank you for having me. I can't wait to come back. I've already been invited back, so everybody knows. (laughs) (laughs) I'll check the schedule on that. I didn't see that anywhere. (laughs) We will catch up with you guys next time. See you later.